went around asking merchants if they were interested in, in a solution like this and, and overwhelmingly got a, a positive response. And it was kind of so significant that everyone was like, oh, how, how can I install? I want to install it now. Like, I want to actually get started right now because this is a significant pain point that I have. And uh, we, at that point, didn't have anything actually built. And so I had to, you know, sort of fly home and then immediately start. Uh, we had to start production of the actual uh, solution itself because nothing was built. It was really more about hypothesis testing, like I mentioned. So had to sort of make promises to, to merchants that, you know, we they didn't exactly have the, the, the solution built. But, you know, over time it worked out and we got the solution built. And that's how we secured the first dozen or so merchants. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of Still Being Molly, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, CEO, nonprofit director, community leader, or just an incredible person who's trying to make a positive impact, not only with their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact wherever you are. My guest this week is Dane Baker, the founder and CEO of EcoCart, which makes fighting climate change simple, cost-effective, and accessible for everyone. EcoCart has two products, a Shopify app that merchants can install into their online stores and give their customers the opportunity to make their orders carbon neutral, and a Google Chrome extension that calculates and offsets the carbon footprint of your online shopping orders at no cost to you. Previously, Dane set out to make the world a better place through entrepreneurial ventures, such as limiting materialistic consumption and waste with a peer-to-peer rental marketplace and providing gig economy workers the wages and benefits they deserve with a first-of-its-kind gig economy employment platform. Dane was such a fun conversation. He is so cool. And what he is doing with EcoCart is so innovative. It's so unique. And I really loved hearing his story, just how everything works. You are going to absolutely love this conversation. But before I get to my chat with Dane, I want to thank our partner of the show. And that's Demet. You know that I love to share the stories of brands that are changing the world. Now in French, demain means two hands. Why two hands? Because everything they create is made by trained artisans who use their two hands to make their life better while crafting beautiful products. Truly, this is a company that has set out to change lives and make a positive impact in the world. It all started when the founder, Julie, wanted to create Dignified Jobs in Haiti, a place she was growing to love and that was exploding with creativity. She wanted to share this talent with the world. Julie set up an educational program to train people with artisan skills and then went on to build a factory that operates on 100% solar energy. Demet now employs more than 40 artisans that handcraft premium leather goods, jewelry, and sandals. Their lives are forever changed by their craft. And what's cool is their products incorporate this eco-friendly twist, working with responsibly sourced materials and repurposed inner tube and tires in their designs. When you buy from Demain, you get to be a part of a movement that is making a difference in the world while adding an incredibly well-made piece to your closet that supports conscious living. You can discover their products online at Demain.com. And I'll spell that out for you. It is D-E-U-X as in like the French number two, de, meh, as in M-A-I-N-S.com and use the coupon code Molly for 15% off. Now onto my conversation with Dane Baker. Dane, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. How are you, my new friend? 
I am fantastic, Molly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to connect with you. You know, it's funny that um, we are finally getting to connect because I have been kind of following your work with EcoCart for a while now. And honestly, I don't remember where or when I first came across the work you were doing, but I was like, man, that is such an, it's just really innovative. And this could be something that is really um, incredible. So it's been kind of cool to kind of in the just in the background, follow your work over the last I don't even know if it's like year, two years, something like that. So I'm really interested to hear how it all got started. So Dane, give us the Dane 101. Tell us who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are today. Absolutely. No, and I appreciate that. I um, I'm, I'm honored to be here. So thank you so much. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's been a, it's been a fun journey so far, you know, we sort of, um, you know, we started EcoCart really as kind of just, you know, with a simple mission in mind to make the fight against climate change, easy, affordable, and accessible so that everyone can do their part. And, you know, really kind of the way that, you know, that got started is um, my, my current co-founder and I were actually where we were sort of, we were building a prior company and it was an online peer-to-peer rental marketplace business. So think like Airbnb, but for, you know, surfboards, kayaks, snowboards, et cetera. Yeah. And we built the business really because we thought that renting in contrast to consumption was a greater benefit for the environment, especially, you know, high plastic items like kayaks and surfboards. And so it all kind of revolved around the circular economy. And that was the core reason we built the platform in the first place. Now, over time, it sort of became very complicated, expensive to maintain that sustainability rigor and ethos. And we tried everything. We tried to buy offsets ourselves. We tried to hire consultants to you know, audit our supply chain and our, our operations and everything was prohibitively expensive and realized there was this you know, gap in the market, this sort of need that needed to be fulfilled. And we sort of, you know, live the problem ourselves to some extent. And then uh, ultimately we, um, we sold the, the company uh, toy room and then founded EcoCar really based on this idea. Right. And it was kind of, it was sort of seemed like a no brainer in our mind, but to, you know, take a vehicle like a carbon offset, tie it to a carbon footprint of a, of an e-commerce purchase, and then enable consumers to offset their own carbon footprint at the point of purchase. And that's really the, the crux of the solution. We are enabling you know, what is sort of an unavoidably carbon emitting activity to be more sustainable in in our own way. And that is through certified carbon offsets. So for people that are like, okay, what is EcoCart? I don't understand it. All of that was complete German to me. And this yep. is the person that's listening. That's like, none of that makes any sense to me. Like what exactly, if you were to introduce yourself or like have a conversation with somebody and you were to say all that and they were just kind of to look at you with like glassy eyes, <laughs> be like, okay, so what is, I feel like uh, the Bob's in office space. You ever seen that movie when he's like, what would you say you do here? And like, <laughs> like how would you best like explain it? Yep. Yep. No, it's a great question. So we, essentially enable a consumer um, in a few different ways, enable a consumer to offset the, or sort of mitigate the carbon footprint of their e-commerce orders. And that, you know, happens because we're able to calculate the carbon footprint of their order and then offer them at checkout the option to offset the negative that comes as a result of their uh, e-commerce purchase. There's a significant carbon footprint that comes along with both shipping and manufacturing an item in order. And we enable the consumer the ability to simply, you know, 
offset that that negative emissions. And we do that, you know, again through certified carbon offset projects, which you know they it's essentially a measurable reduction of CO two from the atmosphere. But they come in the form of projects, and these projects can be you know planting trees, building wind farms, sustainable agriculture, methane capture projects like this that you know ultimately reduce the exact carbon footprint um, that the uh, a purchase has has done to the world and that is that is our solution in a nutshell in a nutshell so how do you even begin to calculate that like so say i go to let's just for you know poops and giggles uh say like i go to you know uh e-commerce site like I'm going to buy a new dress off of elegantees.com, one of my favorite ethical fashion brands. I'm like, oh, I got their spring line. I'm going to order that dress. There's an option for me at checkout to offset the purchase. How do you even begin to calculate the exact or or approximate carbon footprint of my purchase of that elegantees dress? And then how on the... So I guess that's sort of the first question. And then on the flip side, how do you calculate the project that is the offset of that? Yep. Great questions. So the first step here is we are taking into account a few factors at each e-commerce purchase, um, like shipping distance, package weight, um, product type, and then running that through our algorithm, which we built over probably a year or two in development. And this, you know, take again, takes into account these few factors and then ultimately sort of, you know, uh, the output is a carbon footprint in terms of, you know, pounds of CO2, right? A measurable amount of CO2. And with, with once you have that amount, then you're able to basically sort of translate that to a dollar amount or quantify it um, by way of a carbon offset project. And again, these carbon offset projects are just measurable reductions of CO2 from the atmosphere. And uh, they come in the form of projects. And these projects are sort of bought and sold in dollars per ton. So it's a sort of quantifiable, purchasable, you know, quote unquote, security that, you know, anyone is, is able to purchase and, and that can be translated to a tra- e-commerce transaction. And that's exactly what we're doing with our algorithm. And that all that happens in the background, but the sort of end output is a consumer sees as they're about to go through and, and make a purchase, the option to make their order carbon neutral. And they just, you know, click the box or they, you know, continue to go through and make the purchase with that, with that, with that brand and their, their order will be offset. Going back to maybe it's your childhood, maybe it's high school, maybe it's college. Like, do you see a thread throughout your life that has kind of led you? Like, were you, did you always have like a very innovative entrepreneurial spirit? Or like, were you the kind of kid who like had the lemonade stand at the end of the driveway? Or like, were you, you know, mowing lawns? Like, what were the what was the thing that you think kind of led you to have this kind of mindset that you have now? Yeah, I think that I've always sort of, you know, had an entrepreneurial spirit um, about me in some way, shape or form. I uh, I had you know my own version of a lemonade stand where I would uh, go across the street to uh, an avocado orchard for my house and pick a few avocados and go door to door and sell them when I was probably I don't know in fourth or fifth grade and that was you know that was kind of how I how my sort of entrepreneurial mindset or or, or spirit kind of manifested and yeah so I think I've always sort of thought about it that way but more specifically, I've always thought about entrepreneurship as a great vehicle for change in the world. And I've always kind of thought about 
you know, if I'm going to do something, I want to, I want to, and I'm going to be able to make an, an impact in on the world, and I have the potential to do so. I really want that to be a positive net benefit, and that's kind of the the common thread among everything that I've done in the past. And so, like I mentioned, you know, that you know, e-commerce platform, uh, or rather, the peer-to-peer rental marketplace platform that kind of uh, was revolved around the circular economy. You know, environment has always been you know the most pressing issue in my mind. And it's something that I've, you know, it's a really hard, you know, tough problem to, to solve. But if you sort of rally the the, the people and, and get everyone to sort of make incremental changes, it's something that can really, you know, snowball into big, big change and, and uh, impact on the world. And so that's kind of how I thought about you know, entrepreneurship, but climate specifically is, um, you know, the, the op- opportunity to you know, try to solve one of the, if not the biggest threat humanity has ever faced. And so that's kind of how I've thought about my particular experiences and it relates as it relates now to EcoGuard. Yeah. So once you decided uh, you sold the the rental company and you decided to launch EcoCart, what did the early stages of launching something like this look like? Because, I mean, let's be honest, there's very few, if like anything out there in the market like it. And so it's so innovative. It's so unique. Where did you even think to begin? Like, were you just kind of like, okay, I've got this idea. Uh, Then how do we start? Yeah, totally. So, you know, it it did start off as just, you know, an idea kind of like everyone, uh, you know, everyone has ideas and then became more obsessed with it over time. And it was something that kind of was, was something I could never really you know, forget about it. I was always thinking about it in some way. And so then that's kind of how I, you know, we knew we, we wanted to get started. And so what we did to just kind of kick off that process is we wanted to sort of test the hypothesis a little bit and de-risk it so that we weren't, you know, having to sort of, you know, jump off uh, and, and kind of dedicate a, a significant portion of our lives to something that, you know, we didn't feel completely comfortable jumping into and that, uh, you know, it wasn't, wouldn't have been well-received from the marketplace. And so what we did was, you know, I, I flew to CES and I just kind of went booth to booth asking merchants if they would be interested in a solution like this and just kind of market testing and, and serving merchants in, you know, our, our particular target customer, which would be a brand that sells physical goods hmm. and went around asking merchants if they were interested in, in a solution like this and, and overwhelmingly got a, a positive response. And it was, it was kind of so significant that everyone was like, oh, how, how can I install? I want to install it now. Like, I want to actually get started right now because this is a significant pain point that I have. And uh, we, at that point, didn't have anything actually built. And so I had to, you know, sort of fly home and then immediately start. Uh, we had to start production of the actual uh, solution itself because nothing was built. It was really more about hypothesis testing, like I mentioned. So had to sort of make promises to, to merchants that, you know, we they didn't exactly have the, the, the solution built. But, you know, over time it worked out and we got the solution built. And that's how we secured the first dozen or so merchants. Mm. And so once you began to build the platform, did you kind of run beta tests like with a few merchants at a time? Or did you just say like, all right, I think it's built. Let's do this. We got this. What did those early stages look like when you were actually beginning to roll it out? Yeah. Yeah. We definitely wanted to to test as much as we possibly could. And so that involved you know, some pretty significant beta tests with uh, a handful of our first initial customers. And the results were really promising. We were, we were testing out some pretty, you know, core um, KPIs and metrics 
that were important to merchants and you know including things like cart conversion and adoption rate of that checkbox in their checkout flow and you know very core important metrics and data points like this and you know everything was overwhelmingly positive uh, we actually saw you know what we you know kind of initially thought were would would could potentially be you know a negative result to cart conversion ended up actually being a really significant boost to cart conversion rates which is a pretty pure you know data point in terms of how customers are you know how, how excited they are about an about an, an option like this or a solution and so this in and of itself was a, a great point of validation for us to, to continue on and, and actually go start selling this at scale versus, you know, just the initial handful of beta test customers that we had initially. For people that might not be familiar with the term cart conversion, what exactly is, a, is cart conversion and why is it a metric that is important to e-commerce business owners? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. And, you know, cart conversion is basically the, the number of sales that occur per, you know, X number of site visits or, you know, items added to cart, depending on how you're calculating it. So it's really a pure, you know, way of looking at how many people are actually willing to purchase your item versus how many people intended to purchase it or came to your website to explore a purchase. And so the higher the per cart conversion percentage, the better it is for the brand because the more sales they have per number of site visits or number of items added to their cart. And so that's a, a pretty core, especially when you're dealing with a, you know, an, an option or a feature within the checkout experience of a brand. It's a really important metric to look at because um, you, you start to look at, you know, does, does this particular feature, did it actually help the, the cart conversion? Are more people of my website actually interested in purchasing with me because of this particular feature or option. And that's the sort of end result of what we saw. It was the most sort of pure way of looking at the fact that and seeing proof that consumers were more likely to purchase with a brand because they offered a sustainable option at their checkout experience. Hmm. That's really interesting because I'm, I'm really, I love data. I'm always fascinated by data. And I guess considering what you do for a living, you probably also are very fascinated by data. But like, I'd be really curious to know like how many people, you know, go to a particular site and it doesn't necessarily have to be like a big site like Amazon, but just, you know, a run of the mill kind of small business like an Elegantes or, you know, just uh, any type of site where you're buying goods. Um, you know, if it's like a Shopify type brand, like what the percentage of people is who maybe browse the site and even click add to cart and then never check out and what that maybe what those inhibitors are. Is it just like they get to check out and then they see the shipping costs and then they just abandon it? Or um, like, I love those memes where it's like, you know, spends $300 and then sees like $4.99 shipping and they're like, nope, nope can't do it. Um, yeah. Like, what, what are the inhibitors to, peop to people checking out from there? Or what are the things that maybe encourage people to complete that purchase once they've added things to cart? I don't know. Do you have any experience or like what kinds of things you've learned along the way around that kind of data? Absolutely. No, I mean, it's, a, it's an important question to ask because there's so many factors that go into it. It's every, there's so many subtle nuances, you know, and that's why like 
like as a method, A-B testing is such an important thing to do because there can be like even down to like the color of a button or the placement of a button or the font, you know, weight of of a button itself can actually have a huge impact a really significant impact on you know something's core is cart conversion rates. So it's a lot of like consumer psychology that goes into it, and that's you know why we see our our solution for from from like a you know a brand's perspective, but from a, like a, a core value prop as you know really showing your customers you care about the environment at the exact right moment and showing mission alignment at the exact right moment to help sort of push a consumer over over the line and help them convert on a sale that may not have happened otherwise, just simply because the consumer now sees that their mission and their interests are aligned with the brand. Hmm. Okay. So I have very two very, you know, I would say significant core groups of listeners to this podcast. I have fellow entrepreneurs, e-commerce business owners, fair trade brand owners, people who are passionate about entrepreneurship and are in that type of space. And then I have obviously just people who are passionate, like who are consumers and are just passionate about supporting those types of businesses. So I obviously, and then of course, entrepreneurs themselves are also consumers. Um, So I want you to kind of speak to each group individually. First, let's talk to the consumers because they all, everybody falls under that category at some point. We all buy stuff. So guess what? We're all consumers. If I as a consumer or, or the, a listener as a consumer comes to an e-commerce platform and they see EcoCart is a part built into it, what do you say to that person? Like how, one, I guess the nitty gritty of like, they obviously they just kind of check a box. Does it cost them extra money? How does it work? Mm-hmm. Yep. Great question. And so- why they should do it, I guess, also. Absolutely. So, you know, we have two different, and here's where it gets a little bit confusing is we have two different sides of the business today, all of which have this underlying, you know, carbon offsetting calculation technology that underlie it. But there are two, you know, distinct, you know, uh, I guess, use cases or, you know, um, or form factors for how this shows up. So there's our direct partnerships with brands where you're going through as a consumer and you see the EcoCart option as you're about to check out in their native checkout experience, just like a shipping option or an expedited shipping option would live in that checkout experience as well. Right. And, and so that, you know, in that way, uh, and so that's the first product we have. The second is the second form factor for this technology is we have a consumer product that you as a consumer can install into your browser, um, just like Honey or Rakuten that pops up and prompts you to make your order carbon neutral by clicking a button um, every time that you're shopping at one of our brand partners. Hmm. We have brand partnerships with over 10,000 brands. um, And that as from a consumer perspective is the option uh, sort of for you as a consumer to actually what was otherwise, you know, only reserved for the brands that we have a direct API integration partnership with. Now, as a consumer, you can actually install this this browser extension into your browser anywhere you're shopping online at over 10,000 of our brand partners, you can make your order carbon neutral. And so that is a significant value proposition for consumers because they get to track and then offset the carbon footprint of their purchases over time. And not just at our direct brand integration partnerships, but really, I mean, at a pretty significant portion of stores across the internet. And that's a really, um, I mean, we're seeing, you know, consumers absolutely loving this solution because they're starting to become intimately aware of the fact that their own consumer activity has a significant carbon footprint attached to it. 
And they can, you know, with a click of a button at no cost to them whatsoever with our consumer product can actually offset that. And again, cost nothing is, is, is a literally as a free extension you install into your browser and it costs nothing to offset the, the carbon footprint of your orders each time that you do it as well. So it's, it's a kind of a, uh, a no brainer of a, of a feature for, for consumers to use. So how does it cost nothing? Because that almost is like one of those things where it's like, does it really cost nothing? Like everything costs something, Dane. (laughs) Tell me how that this is free. Yeah, yeah. So with our with our consumer product, our brands. Um, so again, the browser extension we're talking about. If you install into your into your browser every time you're shopping at one of our brand partners that we're partnered with, we are paid a commission based off of your order from our brand partner. We have these you know partnership agreements in place. They pay us a commission, a percentage of your of your order that we use that that that, that exact commission. We use that those funds to buy these certified carbon offsets or donate, quote unquote, to these projects that are earth-saving projects and has that exact same sort of you know end result from uh, absorbing that CO2 from the atmosphere. And so that's simply the, the flow of money. It's the brand pays a commission and we use that to for earth-saving rewards. I'm going to take a quick break from my conversation with Dane to thank our other partner of the show, and that is Mama Suds. Are you ready to ditch the bleach forever, but you can't find a bleach alternative that actually works? Well, you have got to meet this extra strength oxygen powder by Mama Suds. It launches next week, July 15th, and I actually had the chance to try it out early, and it is incredible. It is so great. It, As you know, my clothes get pretty dirty here on the farm, and they came out clean, white, no dirt marks, smelling amazing. This stuff is incredible. And as usual, there are multiple uses for this product. Not only is it a laundry booster and stain remover, but it is a great scouring agent on any non-porous surface. If you head to their website and sign up for the email list, you'll get an email with an early bird special coupon when the oxygen powder launches. Plus, you can stack on the coupon code MOLLY and get an extra 15% off. Extra 15% off. How awesome is that? So go to mamasuds.com, sign up for the email list. You'll get that coupon code for the early bird special for the extra strength oxygen powder. Use that coupon code Molly for an additional 15% off and you will be rolling. So good. All right. Back to my conversation with Dane Baker. Now talk to my business owners, Yep. my entrepreneurs. One, why should they partner with you? Two, how do they do that? And yeah, that's really the only two questions I had. <laughs> I thought I maybe had a third one. And then it was like, no, that third one is actually just really a part of the first one. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, it's it's a an API integration. So we have an API that plugs directly into your e-commerce platform, whether you're on Shopify, whether you're on big commerce, whether you're on a custom platform entirely. We have an API integration that you know very simply just populates a checkbox at your checkout flow as a brand. So it sits within your website natively, sits within your website and enables your customer to offset their carbon footprint by adding a few extra cents to their order. And it's completely free for you as the brand. 
Um, and the reason that that's the case is because our the way that we as a you know platform make our money is with the transaction fee that's included in the price that the customer pays to offset their order. And so not only is it a free you know frictionless solution, but you know you also get to get to show your customers you care about the environment as much as they do. So there's a lot of sort of the, it's a big big brand building exercise, which ultimately helps with some amazing. Uh, benefits like increases in cart conversion rates. We are our, our merchants. Um, we're integrated into a thousand brands today, and uh, those merchants see, on average, about a fourteen percent lift in cart conversion rates. And so, you know, it's directly top line revenue uh, impacting. And at the same time, it's a you know free, frictionless, easy to set up uh, plugin that plugs directly into your e-commerce store. Hmm. Okay, because again, I love data. Um... And I think that's really an interesting data point that it's a 14% increase in cart conversion when you have EcoCart integrated into your platform. Since you began this venture and you, you know, obviously you had the idea for this and here you are, you've, it's kind of been running for a little while. Is there anything along the way, whether it could be data points with the businesses themselves or with consumers or just in the actual offsetting of the carbon footprints. Is there anything in particular that maybe has been surprising to you or uh, just really interesting? Like where you kind of went, huh, like, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Like you kind of had that kind of like, ah, moment. Yeah. I think the, the thing that surprised me most is the sheer percentage of consumers who click the box hmm. at checkout when yeah. just given the option, they're going through checking out, not even really expect necessarily expecting to see a sustainable option at checkout, but the percentage of consumers that click the box, it's staggering. It, it, it's actually, um, gr- it's on average 28%, which is, if you think about it, a little bit more than one in four shoppers on average who are just shopping online, sort of minding their own business, see this option at checkout are like, this is cool. I am super interested in this option. I'm going to click this, add more to my order. You know, sometimes it's, you know, 50 cents. Sometimes it's a dollar 20, depending on, you know, how carbon emitting that order is, but click that box to add more to their order to make it carbon neutral. And so that just kind of goes to show just like, you know, how needed this solution is in the world. Hmm. That is really interesting. So, but, the, to, but to your point from what you were saying earlier, where there is I guess what's the difference between the free option and then yeah. the option where you're adding more dollars to your order? Yeah, the, the difference, you know, I mean, so one of which we actually have to have a direct partnership with the brand because we're integrating our API directly into their e-commerce store. So there's kind of a technical integration element that comes I along. See. Okay. It has to be like we're selling directly to, to, to businesses and brands, right? Right. And e-commerce platforms. And the other side, it's actually a cons- it's a pure play consumer product where they just simply add the plugin to their browser and um you know, as a shopping online, it'll sort of pop up and prompt you to, to make your order carbon neutral. And so it's a different like distribution mechanism, yeah. but the end result is the same. Is the same. Interesting. Very, very interesting. So if you're a consumer listening, you should probably just integrate your <laughs> EcoCart. Is it basically just like a browser extension? Yep. You hop on over to ecocart.io. There's a sort of consumer tab or, or, or option. You just click and download the plugin. It takes probably three clicks and maybe 25 seconds. Yeah. See, so easy. So easy. I really admire uh, people like you, Dane, who 
come up with these types of solutions that are innovative, they solve a problem, they meet a need, and they do it in and not this is like probably the worst the way I'm like to the sentence is terrible. Uh, but just like you do it in a really like not complicated way. You know what I yeah. mean? I feel like yeah. over the years, like the amount of people that I've interviewed and people that I've met at conferences and stuff over the last 10 years is just like sometimes I'll meet people who like have really great ideas. And I'm just like, you are making this way too complicated, my friend. Like, have you met people? People... <laughs> I love people. I think they're great. People don't want complicated. Um, They want easy. (laughs) They want easy. If it takes them more than three steps, like, no. I actually read a statistic not too long ago that was like, if you, in order to do something, uh, if they have to click more than two to three times, like most people just like abandon it. Um, And it's funny because I actually, (laughs) my husband's uh, best friend, is totally like that. It's the kind of person like love him, but he's totally the kind of person who like he'll just be like, "How many times do I have to click on this?" Like, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> like, are you so busy that you can't click through more than three times? You're just like, Ugh, it is too much work. Totally no, and and that you raise a really good point, and that's again like back to our mission of making the fight against climate change easy, affordable, and accessible. Uh, that's like those, those three pillars are how we like build products. It's like how we've built this entire company is with those three core pillars in mind, because it's so important. And, you know, again, there's power in numbers and, you know, enabling everyone to, to make a small change makes a big impact at the end of the day. And that's really our, our goal. Yeah. All right, Dane. Uh, so, but before we go, I obviously have, could ask you like probably 50 more questions, but I won't because I'm going to keep it simple. But this is the portion of the show where I just get to ask a couple fun get to know you questions. So, Dane. Let's do it. Yes. Are you ready for the get to know you round? Oh, yeah. All right. Question number one. If you could win a medal, because it's the Olympics this summer, Lord willing, we'll see. <laughs> I like. I feel like at this point, I'm just like, anything could happen. Who knows? But Olympics yeah. this summer, if you could win a medal for any sport now, Real or fake? What would it be? Wow. That's a good question. Okay. Mm. Uh, my gut tells me, because I'm assuming this is a speed round, my gut tells me uh, a triathlon. Oh, and I like if it. That even is, if that even is uh, an Olympic sport, I'm not entirely sure if it is or not, but if it is, and it might be, I, um, so. I would choose that because I like trying to be as versatile as possible. And, you know, swimming, biking, running, those three things, you have to be pretty athletic to do. And, and if I were to, you know, want to win something, I think it'd probably be that. My, uh, back when I had a day job many years ago, my uh, old boss, Gary Kay, shout out to Gary. When, if Gary's listening, um, Gary uh, is a triathlete and he uh, did the escape from Alcatraz triathlon Ooh. where like you have to like swim from Alcatraz Island and then to the shore and then like bajillion mile bike ride and then like full marathon. And I was just like, I, I have no desire to do that personally. I did a half marathon. I used to be a runner, my knees, not so much anymore. Um, but I did a half marathon back in 2010. And after I finished, I was like, I will never do that again. That was miserable. <laughs> So to like swim that much, bike that much, and then be like, I'm going to do a full marathon. Nope. That's going to be a hard pass for me. Um, anyway, but I think you, I think you could do it. 
All right. What was the best vacation you ever took? Ooh, best vacation. Huh. <laughs> now that we're all, like, people are traveling again. Yes. Okay. My best vacation. I went on a, mm, two come to mind, but I'll choose one. I went, I went to Cancun with my entire family. Oh, that's fine. That, that was awesome because just because I was with my entire family, grandma included, like the whole, like the whole, like, Love it. We were, yeah. And, uh, it was great. So grandma's eating one... guac, doing margarita, like tequila <laughs> shots by the bar. I'm just kidding. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, <laughs> that was the, that's the fun part about it. So I'd say that just cause the whole family was involved. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. okay. What is something I would never guess about you? Ooh. Okay. Um, let's see. For, uh, first thing that comes to mind is I am, I so used to do Taekwondo as a, as a kid and I'm, I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. Well, hello. Remind me to never meet you in a dark alley <laughs> or, or <laughs> remind me to have you with me if I'm for some reason in the dark alley. So there you go. That's All even right. better. Um, okay. And then my last question is Dane, what does it mean to you to run a business with purpose? Wow. That is the best question yet. Um, what does it mean to me? It's a very, very important thing. You know, again, all of my sort of, you know, work experiences, professional experiences in some way or another have uh, all sort of been around, you know, making an impact in some way, shape or form. And I think that that, you know, I mean, work as like a, a construct, like takes up, you know, like a significant portion of life. And if, if what you're doing is in some way, either making you incredibly happy or making others happy or better in, in some way, shape or form, then I think it's a missed opportunity. And so that's kind of how I've personally thought about my own energy effort and experiences and um, when you're thinking about something as significant in your life as work, which, you know, to most is a very, very significant portion. I like to sort of take that and, and uh, make an impact, leverage my own effort and energy and, and try to make others better in some way, shape or form. Awesome. Dane, uh, this has been fantastic. Uh, for everybody listening, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, you want to partner with EcoCart, go to ecocart.io. You can get set up there. If you're a consumer, which all of us are, don't tell me that you don't buy stuff because I'll be like, well, you lying. Uh, if you go to ecocart.io, you can install the free browser extension. Super easy to offset your carbon footprint when you're buying stuff online. So you're helping helping businesses, helping the planet. So it's all good. And then at the end, you get like whatever cool stuff you ordered <laughs> coming to your house. Um, Dane, thank you so much for being here. This was really awesome. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I would love to know what you loved about this episode or if there was something that you learned. If you do, let me know on social media. You can find me at Still Being Molly or at Business With Purpose Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to use the hashtag Business With Purpose Podcast. Another thank you to our partner of the show, Mama Suds. Don't forget to use that code Molly for 15% off and shop at mamasuds.com. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're a first time listener of the show, welcome. Be sure to visit the archives for past shows featuring incredible entrepreneurs and business owners who are quite literally changing the world with their businesses. 
And if you're a regular listener, thank you for tuning in week in and week out. And thank you for your support. Be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Radio Public, or basically wherever you listen to podcasts and click that subscribe or follow button to make sure you never miss a new episode of the show. And while you're there, would you take a moment to leave a review? Leaving a review of the show helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. This show is produced by the incredible team at Third Wheel Media. Thank you so much for listening and go do something good with purpose on purpose.